0: The gospel today comes from the book of Luke, the 10th chapter, starting in the first verse. After this, the Lord appointed 70 70 others and sent them on ahead of him in pairs to every town and every place where he himself intended to go. He said to them, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest." Go on your way. See, I am sending you out like lambs into the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no bag, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, enter first, say, Peace to this house. And if anyone is there who shares in peace, your peace will rest on that person. But if not, it will return to you. Remain in the same house, eating and drinking whatever they provide, for the laborer deserves to be paid." Do not move about from house to house. Whenever you enter a town, whenever you enter a town and as people welcome you, eat what is set before you. Cure the sick who are there and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. But whenever you enter a town and they do not welcome you, go out into the streets and say, even the dust from your, from, of your town that clings to our feet, to our feet, we wipe off in protest against you. We know this, the kingdom of God has come near. I, I tell you that on the day it will be more tolerable for, for Sodom than for that town. The gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As you can see, the, uh, the message today is, I believe in God, but I don't share my faith. Um, everybody has a uh, a faith story, uh, whether it's been exposed yet or you still haven't realized that it truly is a, a blessing from God for your your faith story. Um, I have one that uh, in particular regarding Living Waters that I'd like to share. Uh, when in the early years of Living Waters, I had the the privilege of being part of the leadership team, and as you can as you know, a startup church. We may have had some financial difficulties, some challenges that went from week to week to week, uh, where we were actually, in one of our meetings, we were sitting back there at that table, and we were trying to figure out how, let's see, we have enough in the checking account to pay the staff for this week. We can pay half of the mortgage we can do. I mean, it it was, and we're praying that the offering plate come Sunday would pay the rest of the mortgage for the month. Um, So, as part of the leadership team, we were discussing ways of increasing revenue. How Christian-like is that? We were talking revenue, 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 revenue. How are we going to raise it? And uh, Natalie Carlson, who at the time was our Christian Ed director, um, she was sitting there and she kind of said, um, if the Lord wants this church to survive, He will provide and I was like, okay, that, that definitely is resonating in my heart that you know, that's, but being a thick skulled Norwegian, we went right back to revenue let 's talk about revenue. How are we going to increase revenue um, That next week I, and this happened on a number of occasions there was, Pastor Corey at that time said, we received a grant. You know, it was kind of like playing Monopoly where you pass, go and collect $200. We didn't know where it was coming from. It was, it was God. It was God's hand that was just delivering to us and it was like okay, there is definitely something. God wants this to, to happen. Now, something that happened just this morning, this is another I'm going to pull out my phone in front of church. Yeah, imagine that. So um, that God definitely has a, his hand in everything, that uh, one of the devotionals that I read uh, this morning, the devotional was, Proclaim the message. Be persistent whether the time is favorable or unfavorable. Convince, rebuke, and encourage with utmost patience in teaching. Second Timothy 4, two. So the odds on me standing up here talking about sharing faith and this is a devotional that i had today um, god is here god is present everywhere we uh, we've definitely been called to send or called to be sent to spread the word um, as you heard in the gospel today that uh, not all the not everything is such a rosy picture you're sent out uh, as a sheep in a amidst the wolves So sometimes you probably, you know, are a little apprehensive, you know. Um, There's there's other things that keep people a little bit afraid, is the the word evangelism. Being called an evangelist, as we're being called. Um, Phil, I believe we have a slide here. Yeah, Um, probably not the best example of evangelism. Many of you are probably not old enough to know who this is, and if you are, there's some snickering. Uh, Jim and Tammy Faye Baker um, started off, I'm fairly confident they started off with very good intentions, uh, spreading the Word of God. They ran into some difficulties along the ways, and it became a means of personal financial growth. Not the best representation of evangelism. So there's definitely ways to, uh, to improve upon that. Is there other things that, uh, that maybe have you a little bit nervous? Um, some things that, you know, are you afraid to get up in front of people? Not everybody, evangelism doesn't mean that you need to be standing up in front of the congregation. Evangelism means sharing your faith on a daily basis, um, with anybody you see along the street. You don't need to stand up in front of a crowd. People are nervous. And that's why I'm here today to try and take away some of that nervous, that nervousness. So. And maybe it's, uh, you have the fear of uh, your scripture knowledge is not that great. Is everything about, everything about your faith about scripture? No. It's sharing your faith. It's uh, that definitely, if you have the scripture knowledge I'd, okay i 'm going to throw everybody on the spot. who has been faithfully reading the soap every day? Not a hand went up i don 't care bob 's not here, so i don 't care. Are you reading the Bible? Are you, you know, are you uh, practicing on a daily, weekly basis? Uh, any knowledge that you're that you're pulling in is is definitely valuable. But nobody, you know, you're not going to go stand on a street corner and said, say Jesus lives. Come and ask me questions about the Bible. Probably not going to be me standing out there. But uh, if you feel that confident uh, in your scripture knowledge, go right ahead. One of the things, uh, um, I have another, I'm kind of a storyteller, but uh, I had an experience about, you know, if you're talking about Scripture knowledge, I had an experience a few years ago. I was out in Bismarck for work, and uh, I was in a restaurant, and just sitting at at a bar next to an individual, and his name was Matthew. We were just making small talk. He, and just in the in the the conversation, there was, um, I think, uh, he prayed or I prayed. I don't remember how it all started, before our meal, and just he just things were were clicking. And he asked, he said, "Are you a Christian?" I said, "Yes, I am." He says, Are, you know?" And and more more and more of conversation was coming on. And uh, he said, are you a pastor? I'm like, no, not a pastor. Far from it. Um, Then, but there was words that were just coming out of my mouth. It wasn't me talking. And he went outside, and he came back in, and he said that I was praying earlier today that somebody would preach to me. And that was me. So there was two guys sitting at a bar in Bismarck crying just because of that, just the impact of how God had touched him and me. I mean, it was, it was just amazing. There was words coming out of my mouth. I was reciting scripture that I'd probably read once, maybe twice in my life. But it was just having a little bit to talk about, just to share. So it, trust in me that, uh, that uh, It doesn't have to be your scripture knowledge because God will provide provide that for you. So I'm here to help with some baby steps. I don't know. Maybe you've you've seen the movie. What about Bob? Which eh, Bob's not here. What about Bob? No, kidding. So it's baby steps. How are you going to uh, uh, practice this? uh, Practice sharing your faith story. Uh, one of the things that I like to do is preach to the choir. How do you get comfortable you You preach to the people that you 're comfortable talking to, and guess what? The, whether it be you know sitting in your pew right next to you that 's the easiest way to start sharing that faith story is with your friends, your family, and stuff like that. You build that it becomes part of your daily life you You then can go out and talk to strangers but so starting by preaching to the choir, whether it be uh, the staff, if you, you know, we heard some amazing stories during Lent last year that uh, on Wednesday nights when we'd have members of the congregation that got up and they talked about how God has impacted their life and how what a presence God is in their life. And it's just amazing. So again, preaching within the congregation, preaching to the people in the pews next to you, there's, uh, it, it's pretty simple to identify that, uh, that the people that are here, Christians. So, another uh, ways to identify some fellow Christians, if you're looking to to talk to somebody, if you see somebody with a full back tattoo of Jesus, there's a fairly good chance that that person's a Christian, and you can talk to them about God. Just just saying somebody's wearing, uh, you know, maybe there's a little bit uh, more subtle tattoo of a cross or something like that, but that's pretty bold. Um, somebody's wearing a cross necklace or earrings or something like that, there's a good chance that they're a Christian, so they may be very approachable to just starting a conversation about God. Or if you have a, a bumper sticker that says, Jesus is my co-pilot there's a good chance that that person's a Christian as well. So maybe a, a friendly wave as you pass them or a smile, just give them a thumbs up would, would be very helpful. Uh, and then uh, there's another way, uh, there's a guy you may recognize here a little bit, uh, Carson Wentz. Good North Dakota boy, Christian. I love the shirt that, he, that he's wearing. I play for him. He has an amazing story of, and many stories yet to come, of his uh, NFL career, but he is, he's not afraid. He's out there, he's wearing, I play for him. That's great. Yeah, I, I would love to hear more from him, and I'm sure that we will in years to come. And uh, one of my favorite identifying marks of a fellow Christian this happened on the, uh, uh, the mission trip this year. That There was a, a few scribes within the, uh, the youth group that they put this on the back of their minivan. If you see, this, if you see all these minivans cruising down the road that say, "Honk for Jesus, I'm fairly confident that there's a group of Christians in there that you can probably talk to about God, and I'm sure that they were there to share. Uh, interesting side note on this is that when they reached their destination, um, one of the youth came and asked them a question of, why do all your vans say honk for Jesus? So There are uh, a few uh, icebreakers that I like to use to, uh, to share faith. If somebody sneezes, what do you say? You say, bless you. So how about adding one word in front of that? God bless you. Just a simple, just a simple something that you're, that's a simple way of talking about your faith, expressing your faith. So um, if something amazing happens and somebody says, thank God, what do you say? Typically it's silence, but, or you can answer, it is right to give God thanks and praise. Probably not going to happen on a regular basis. And again, hope I saw her cringe a little bit because I was—I told her I was going to sing, and she gets a little freaked out by that. So, as most of you should too. But I guarantee that somebody here will think of that if they hear the words "Thank God" this week. They will think of that big—that big bald fat guy up there singing in church. That was crazy. Other ways to. Uh, break the ice. Many of you have uh, joined the Facebook page of Living Waters. Guess what? You're spreading the Word of God. You're sharing your faith. If you're a member of this Facebook page, all your friends, all your, everybody else that you friended on Facebook knows that you are a Christian and a member of Living Waters. In your office, if you're in a cubicle or whatever in your car, if you have your radio station turned to Christian music, it's a simple way of sharing your faith. People will know that this is a, a place of God. So I have, uh, in my vehicle, I have tuned to a Christian radio station. When people get in, I generally don't try and turn the, turn the volume down because there's, there's always a good message to be heard. Other ways that you can do is uh, uh, be part of the, the guest services. Um, when you come in in the morning, somebody welcoming you, that's a, that's a great way just to, just to put your faith in action. Um, there's many other ways to put your faith in action. And as you can see, we, have, uh, we support the Great Plains Food Bank quite extensively. Uh, we'll have some more volunteer opportunities for that. Uh, Ronald McDonald House. We have uh, we've done numerous projects there over the years, and Harvest Pack. That's what I was talking to the youth about. That uh, November 20th, we'll be packing food and sending that to Haiti. That is uh, that is definitely a way of putting your faith in action. It's not not so much as just you know talking about your faith and doing whatever. It is actually putting your faith in action. And then. Uh, <laughs> One of the other ways is that you can uh, join me in the Bible app. It is the, the Uversion Bible app. If you put that on, and I put my picture on there because if you look up Jeff Jacobson, you can put in, you can have friends, but if you type in Jeff Jacobson, there's a lot of us. Not that, not that you know unique of a name, but if you join that and do a friend request for me, I loved, I love to have, uh, uh, to see what other people are reading. You know, if you share, you can share on there what you, you can comment on scripture that you've read. And I love that. So I encourage everybody to join me. I put out a challenge. On Wednesday, I got three friends. So do you think that the nine o'clock service on Sunday could beat three friends? So, and I will accept you. I don't, I don't deny anybody, so... One of the, uh, the keys to this, uh, this whole message is by uh, what you're doing as adults, bringing your children to worship, and also to, uh, you're laying the groundwork. Whether you think you're, uh, you're doing anything right now that it really, you know, I'm bringing my kids to worship, you know, I have to do that. Well, yeah, you're right, you do. I'm just saying that you, you really should, uh, but you're you're putting it in there in their hearts right now, that uh, as they grow, they grow in their teen their teen years. One of the things that uh, that I'm very proud of is the Living Waters uh, youth and uh, what they have done. The if you're familiar with the uh, FCA or the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, typically is in uh, you know most uh, just about every high school. Where these these kids get together and share some of their uh, share their faith. Uh, Cheyenne High School in West Fargo did not have an FCA. Uh, that was started this year by some of the youth from Living Waters. So I'm very proud of them. They they have a great way of expressing their faith and sharing it with everybody else, and that's I'm very proud of them. In conclusion, and uh, this is probably a little bit difficult to read, but I will I will read it. It's uh, and my mom would be proud because it's actually taken from uh, uh, Billy Graham.org. So, and a great evangelist I might add, one with a little bit better uh, follow through. And it says, uh, God does not call the equipped; He equips the called. And as Christians, we are called to share what Christ has done. And some of uh, Jesus' last words in Ma- Matthew 28:19, Go and make disciples of all nations. Sharing our faith is not a suggestion. It is a command. So hopefully this has uh, uh, shed a little light on, on how easy it is to share your faith and uh, what can be done. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for everything you've done in our lives. Give us the strength to share what you have done in our lives with those who maybe don't know exactly what, what you can do for them or maybe have not accepted what you can do for them. Give everyone the courage to go forth and spread your word. And all God's people said, Amen.